Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Welcome to episode 60 here on uh, Old Dog New Tech. Jeff West, it's been a while since I've podcasted, so I'm going to get back to it here with a quick hitting short episode about Google Sheets. Um, I've started a new, kind of a new position, a new wrinkle in my position teaching elementary STEAM and been manipulating some data and getting used to teaching that grade level again it's been a few years and so i wanted to do a podcast on the some of the tools that are in google sheets that i use and some used to be add-ons and now they've uh, have grown so that's almost a separate website but it still works with google sheet the first one i want to talk to you about The first is a feature that's at the bottom of the data menu called split text or text to columns. Most of the time we get our students' names in first and last name are all in the same column. If we get a sheet and where we need to make, I don't know, name tags, anything that you need to use and sort, uh, sort the students by, uh, in different ways. But when their first and last name are all in the same column, that can be a little bit of a pain. So you go up to the data column, you go down toward the bottom of it, and it says split text to column, or text to columns. And after selecting the column with the student's names, you select that feature out of that data menu, and it should split them. So you have first names in one column and last names in another. If it doesn't, once you select that feature, a little menu at the bottom of your sheet will appear with an up and down arrow, and it usually says space in there, but you want to click on that and then select space, and then it will s split that column for you. There are some other choices there, like a comma, uh, maybe a period, um, a dash. I haven't used any of those, so that's why I'm so uncertain, but I know it says space, and sometimes you have to click that for it to then split your names into two columns, so then you can sort them or filter. Or if you have some, maybe you have some other um, data you want to enter or some other data that's already there, that, so now you can manipulate that a little easier and alphabetize by not the first letter or the first name, which would be what would happen if you had the column with both first and last name. But now you can sort it by first name or the last name. Um, one little side note on that is you want to make sure that you have a column created to the right of your first name and last name, a blank column. If the column to the right of the uh, name column that has both names together is full of data, that data will be covered, will be replaced. So you want to make sure you have a blank column. So when you separate it, the last names go into that blank column. 
very, very cool feature, has saved me a lot of time, and the colleagues I've shown it to have been ecstatic about this seemingly simple little feature, but how many times have we had to go through and manually type in the last name or the first name or cut, uh, copy and paste and then delete it and so forth. You don't have to do that now. So once you get your data in that form, you can then take those names and use Flippity. Uh, Flippity is an add-on, or if you go to flippity.net, you can download um, their different templates for, say, a random name picker or for putting the students into groups um, randomly for whatever purpose you might need that for in groups or teams. And uh, it's a very powerful um, add-on, Flippity. F-L-I-P-P-I-T-Y. Um, it also has other games and worksheets, word search, crossword puzzle, bingo. Check it out. You'll see what I mean. There's a lot to choose from there. Next, the third piece uh, on Google Sheets that I use has to do with uh, Google Forms. So you have your students enter in some data and it will go right to a sheet. Once you set up your form, of course, you, if you're like me, you might just have one question that says name, which means you get first and last name in one column. So you want to use the split to text feature again, split to column feature again. Um, but you can also collect other data from them. Um, I do a lot with say, the instrument they're playing and the year, and then I'm able to sort using that data. Um, it's a very um, powerful tool, Forms is, but, but once you get it to the sheet, uh, you can you know, obviously manipulate the data, but before that, when they're filling out the form, you can show them the other feature forms has will show them uh, a graph of the answers if you have that sort of question on there you know what did you think of this and give them a you know one through five rating to choose from and they can see how everyone feels in the classroom um, anonymously uh, unless you so choose to show them the individual results but um, I think letting students know that they're not the only ones that have that opinion. I think I've noticed in my larger groups, we're sitting in the room together and we don't realize uh, how each other views what our performance sounded like or what types of music each other enjoy, opinions basically, and or what we've learned um, and I think that's a very powerful learning tool because it, it gives a, a chance for reflection and then for discussion. So once you get those forms filled out and you've watched those graphs and live updating, then you go to that spreadsheet and you can start to obviously find multiple uses for the data and manipulate it and maybe you want to put people into groups based upon that form that you just asked them using Flippity. Uh, so those are three uh, three things I've been using here at the start of the year quite a bit. Um, 
in Google Sheets, that is, for Google Sheets. The last thing and kind of the treat for this short episode of Old Dog New Tech is don't forget the sharing feature. Um, I share with the treasurer of my parent group so we can see who has paid for, say, camp or who has turned in what fundraiser, and then we can communicate that way. Um, No more phone calls and notes home or stopping by the house or, you know, trying to get together and coordinate schedules to go over um, the books. You can do that online and share comments and even get on at the same time and talk about things if if that's what you want to do. But nonetheless, you can share it so that both of you can edit and communicate. And um, it's just uh, a powerful tool. I think that we, we... I hear the word share a lot, but when I um, work with different groups or talk with different people or, and I say, well, let's share it, there's still some that go share, what's that? Or, oh yeah, we can do that. I don't know, I've never done that. I've heard about it, but I've never done it. So, I hope this has uh, helped you. And, you know, let me know, leave me a review on uh, iTunes. And um, let me know if you're enjoying this podcast. I'm going to get back into it here now that I've kind of got my schedule, my new digs, so to speak, kind of under my belt, and I'm just getting used to it. So I'll get back on my weekly podcasting and I'll start sharing with you some of the tools I've been using that I think are really uh, powerful for teacher productivity. Of course, I'll have some for the classroom. But, you know, sometimes teachers are still not quite there yet. They still need to maybe master a few just for their own personal use. And that's kind of where I'm focusing. And uh, I hope it's helpful. Tech is a great thing. Just be patient with it. Probably still make mistakes. I do all the time. You just got to keep coming back to it. All right. You take care. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.